Hello, everybody. Welcome. Episode number 17 here. Primo, 17 episodes. Welcome to the Sit Down Marks podcast here. Thanks, everybody. Primo, how about it, man? 17 episodes. I cannot believe it. It's already been 17 episodes. We're going into our fifth month. That's wow. insane. I can't believe we're doing it. We've already been doing it this long, and we've already come this far. We're going to keep on going all the way to the moon, baby. Let's go. Moon, baby. That's right, man. Thank you guys all for tuning in, man. Welcome to episode number 17. I am your heel host, the Dirty Bird. Uh, as usual, my co-host here from the land of the rattlesnake, Mr. Team Extreme. He is the leader of the Johnny Drip Drip fan club. <laughs> he don't know it yet but he is <laughs> caught, him, caught him off guard there editor and producer of the show my man primo thank you brother <laughs> that's so good i like that oh man and of course we are missing our man aj here he's going to try to join us here uh later today but uh but uh, if not, he'll definitely uh, be back next week. So me and Primo are going to run the show here for you today. We're going to bring you all of the latest of what's going on in wrestling. We got an interesting uh, dropkick discussion tonight, Primo. We got our top three favorite Undertaker matches. The Undertaker player. Somebody cue the gong. Dong. That's right. Yeah. What, did, what did Johnny say this past Monday? The moist must see. <laughs> the moist must see podcast in all of the podcasts. Oh my now. gosh! Oh, that's great, man. Good stuff. He's uh, he's dropping some good one liners. That's he for is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next week, yeah, AJ will uh, be back with us. Hopefully, he can join us here uh, towards uh, uh, towards the end of the show. So uh, if you uh, if you didn't get to catch it, man, last week we had big beef on the show. Beef. And, uh, he's been known to drop a little warning here. If you don't watch the show, check it out. It's the beefs are here, and I'm telling you, you better turn into the Sit Down Marks podcast with AJ, Dirty Bird. And if you don't, Beef's going to have to hit you with that beefy bomb. Tune in, folks. They won't disappoint you. I love it when he says beefy bomb. Beefy bomb. <laughs> yeah, uh, part two of that episode coming next week. I know we had originally uh, advertised uh, R.P. Davies to be on the show, uh, former uh, professional boxer turned uh, wrestler. He has a show, uh, Odyssey Pro Wrestling, uh, August the 7th. So he's going to, we uh, actually rescheduled with him. He's going to be on the show July 21st. So two weeks from uh, tonight, we're going to have uh, the interview with R.P. Davies on the show. Want to thank our sponsors here. First of all, Rowdy Energy, man. I got that orange citrus in finally. Got what that you got? Your sour green apple, as always. Mm. Man, that is tasty stuff. I'm so happy I ordered a case of that and I ordered a case of that cherry limeade. So I am stocked up, ready. You got the good ones. And and, and good to go. So, yeah, uh, Primo, too, man, uh, right here real quick, man, before we get started. One month from today, man, it's pod weekend. We're headed to Chicago for a little wrestling. Absolutely. I cannot wait. Primo is going to be flying high all the way to Illinois from Virginia you're going to see your boy there with the Dirty Bird, with AJ. It's going to be glorious. It is, man. I can't wait to hear about all the people you're going to cut promos on the plane on the way up here. <laughs> up and, Let me talk to Let you. Let me talk to you. 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, man, we're uh, we're watching the Scenic City Invitational that weekend. We're watching uh, we're watching live AAW in Chicago. Uh, so uh, they haven't announced what the name of the card is yet, but man, it's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be a, a good time, man. Excited for it. All right. Let's uh, talk about uh, our sponsor, our other sponsor here as well. 1310 Apparel, 13, uh, the, the word 10, the number, dot bigcartel.com is your hookup. Use promo code SPORT30, Primo, right, for 30% That's off? That's right, SPORT30 gets your 30% off at uh, 1310.bigcartel.com. That's right, man. We appreciate appreciate those guys sponsor the show. Can't wait to get my uh, my shirt uh, in the mail here. Looking forward to it. But also, want to take the time to thank everybody listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcast, and our family over at SportinarumRadio.com. What time are we on, Primo? Seven fifteen is our weekly spot. Right after the Thomas Bryce Show, the Sports Report. However. If you guys want to go follow uh, Sportnarium uh, WW on Twitter or Thomas Bryce on Twitter, and you can keep up with all the replays because they're replaying us as as well as other shows throughout the week. Yep, definitely are, man. Uh, I love listening to uh, the Mad Boxing Chick on there. I'm a big boxing guy, so I love listening to uh, her. I, I love the uh, the the um, the Rewind uh, Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Love listening to those guys. The Thomas Bryce Show, you know, um, the Fight Show. You know, if you see me tweeting out, man, I'm loving the '80s Mega Mix, man. Oh, I can't yeah, go man. wrong with that, man. I think I think uh, I was thinking this yesterday, man. I was I was thinking, man. Uh, Dirty's trying to compete with uh, Thomas Bryce to see who can put out the most tweets today. <laughs> <laughs> I was, man. I was excited. I was listening to sportinariumradio.com all day long and uh, just, uh, you know, uh, just checking out everything. And oh, yeah. I love having it on at the house in the background when I got, you know, when, when, uh, when I got uh, uh, things going on and I can always listen to it, man. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I think that's you're great. right about that 80s mix. I think that's our, our go-home music. Yeah, yeah, I like it, man. I know that's coming up right after AJ says grab them cakes. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. But, yeah, let's get this show started off, Primo. What do you say, brother? Me and you, man, tag teaming this thing. How about this day in wrestling history and birthdays? This day in wrestling history, today is June, excuse me, July, <clears throat> July 7th. Sorry, that caught up quick. It's already July, fellas. Know, July 7th. Uh, this day in history, 1996. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. WCW, Bash at the Beach. Oh, we had the Outsiders, AO, and A-O. Big Kev, Big Sexy, and their mystery partner facing mm-hmm. off against Sting. Who Savage, could it be? Who could it be? Luger. Who could it be? None other than Hogan, brother. And he comes Who? out in. It's the Holster. NWO for life is born. But whose side is he on? But oh, yeah. He on? Any, any that, leg drops, uh, Savage. Yes. Yeah. And the trash immediately oh, started hitting the ring. Every Yeah. And that was about, you know, and that's WCW crowd. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, they're one. You know, they were known to be a little more you know cleaner and classic crowd, and then they they didn't like that. <laughs> no, they didn't. Not the not the uh, the all American Hogan turning turning uh, the black and white NWO. That's right. That's he went Hollywood right then. Wow. Uh, Big time. Not, let's move forward. Uh, Actually, excuse me. Let's move backward. I should have said this one first. 1990, okay. we had the great we had the Great American Bash. However, it was under under the NWA banner. It took place and was the last one under the NWA banner as it, as WCW would secede before the following year's edition. The wow. main event was Sting defeating Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. For the one thousand four hundred and seventy seventh time. That's right. And, and that was woo. That was your, ah! your baby face, Sting. Oh with man, the, with the blonde hair, Venice oh, Beach, Cal- yeah, man. What a man, golly, man, got to be in the top five uh, feuds of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Stinger Splash, uh, baby. Everybody, you, if you had a brother or sister, you did the Stinger Splash. Stinger Splash. I can't tell you how many times my <laughs> older brother put me in the death lock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> move forward. We're going to move way forward. This is the last one for today. 2015, it was a Monday Night Raw. Who remembers this little moment we had here when okay. Brock Lesnar hit a fan with a car door? <laughs> Yes, he ripped it <laughs> off and slung it, and it went in the yeah. crowd like the front row right there. Yeah, it smacked a fan. I remember that's, that. That's crazy. We all cringed when that happened. Uh huh. And that was uh, <laughs> that was in 2015. <laughs> Moving on, we have the birthdays. Now we didn't have really any birthdays on specifically July 7th, so I went. I picked some of my favorites from this week. Okay. We'll go with July 5th. 1989, which makes him, I don't want to do math right now, but he's 18, <laughs> he's 18 days older than me. Okay. Just, and that would be Adam Cole, baby. Hey, nice. Nice. Mr. NXT. Yes. July 9th, 1975. Ain't no stopping me. No. no ain't no stopping me. No. Benjamin, the gold wow. standard. Yeah, man. Love Shelton. He made the oh, yeah. Royal Rumbles interesting before. That, yeah, he made them interesting. I remember he was in those those first um, Money was, in the Bank matches. Yes, he remember was Kofi he, before Kofi was. He going. ran up that ladder. Like, yes. You know, man, he was, oh, he's so athletic. Yeah, he was. Uh, South Carolina guy, Orangeburg. Um, and, of course, you know, he trained with Brock uh, at Minnesota. Yep. Um, Stud. Also, July 9th, 1959, speaking of the Outsiders, Big Sexy Kevin Nash has a birthday this week. Diesel, baby. Always loved it when uh, Big Diesel threw up the two sweet. That's great. And this one is a very important birthday for all of us wrestling marks. It is July 6th, 1914. 14. Yes, sir. Vincent J. McMahon. Wow. That's right. Wow. Yeah. So. Imagine if he had not had his son. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Would it be, would it be anybody else? I mean, there would, there would would be maybe no WrestleMania. Yeah. Maybe no Shane O'Mac. 
for some reason I thought Ricky Steamboat's birthday was this week or today. Was it? I thought I'd see something it like that earlier. Been. It may yeah. have been. Right. But that is this day in wrestling history, July 7th. Nice. I wanted to acknowledge my Sammy Callahan death machine shirt I got I like on that. tonight. I like representing that. my boy always. That's He's awesome. Taking the title from Omega. It's, it's my story, and I'm going with Soon. it. Soon. 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 You're recognized as the Impact World Champion. It's got to happen. All right, good stuff, man. Yeah, everybody listening out there, man. We're gonna uh, uh, we got those brand new stickers in. Uh, Texas uh, or uh, or excuse me, send us a, a private message on Twitter or Facebook. We'll be glad to send those over to you over uh, sit down marks s i t d o w n m a r k s on Twitter, and uh, we'll be glad to send you out some of those fresh new uh, stickers uh we got so yeah i want to remind you too uh all episodes are now available on uh on apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, stitcher spotify google podcast tune in radio and like we said on sportinarum uh on fridays but you know right after the we shoot the show here live it's it drops uh not long right after that so um we can uh definitely get that um in uh, your ears very soon. All right, before we start our uh, weekly recaps, I want to uh, remind you next week, July 14th, part two of the Big Beef interview coming up next Wednesday uh, to go along with um, um, our uh, our dropkick discussion. Uh, we'll, uh, that is, and next week is also our pre-Money in the Bank and Slammiversary. All right, Primo, if you're ready, man, let's dive into this week's uh recap man i'm gonna get started here for aj i'm gonna do aew here but i'm Let's gonna take go. a fresh little uh uh big a little bit of the bubbly of, a little bit of the bubbly here with my orange citrus to get me yes, ready sir. to go <clears throat> and what and what an aew it was man this was a phenomenal show yeah so in the words of uh la Knight, but more importantly primo silver fox let me talk to you that's right I ripped you off there. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. It's all right. Respect the gimmick. Okay, That's right. <laughs> all right. So AEW Dynamite last Thursday, uh, last Wednesday, June thirtieth, is uh, when the show was. All right. So start off the show. Uh, this is just me thinking wrestling wise. Okay. All right. So I, I think we missed a big opportunity here okay so the show comes on judas hits right okay yep. out comes jericho okay so he walks by you know this big slew of fans right mm-hmm. you know like you know and i always love the classic pictures of the wrestlers leaning back in the front row and the crowd just going nuts oh, yeah. for him, right yeah yeah the pose right he tried to do that but no all these marks behind had their phones out just taking pictures of jericho we had a wrestling moment here, people. We could have like really had a big pop. Like they're this would have been awesome. too busy trying to trying to freeze the moment in time and not live yes. it. Live in the moment, people. Celebrate. You had one of the goats standing Absolutely. there in front of you, man, and y'all yeah. could have went nuts. And he sat there at the commentator table yeah. the whole show. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to slap the phones out of all these people's hands. I'm like. You'll have plenty of time to take pictures of Jericho. He's right here. Yeah. He's posing in front of you like I'm with my people while they sing. And that walkway, I, 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 I know it's just the TV, <coughs> like sure. our TV viewing. 
picture. But the, the walkway depth perception to us makes that it look this narrow. It so. does. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's sliding sideways right. like on a building. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, just wanted to point that out, man. We had something there. It would have been cool. But anyway, moving on. Right. Fantastic opener to start the show. An absolute banger, as the kids say today. Eddie and Eddie Kingston, the King, and Penta versus the Young Bucks to start it off, man. Awesome way to start the show. Back and forth um, uh, throughout. They did all kinds of stuff uh, throughout the match that had you totally you know, into it. And then by the end of the match, man, uh, uh, Matt was holding Penta, uh, you know, kind of from behind. And then uh, he pulls him over to the ropes. Cutler jumps up on the ropes with the cold spray. That's right. Penta ducks out of the way. Matt, uh, you know, and Matt takes the cold spray. And what what I was dying laughing about was Cutler continued to spray him He's for like, like 30 <laughs> seconds. He's like freaking out. No, I can't stop it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I like he was panicking. I was laughing every time, though, during the match, whenever, like, uh, Matt or Nick would be outside the ring and he'd be like, let me spray you down real quick. Yeah, I know. The cold spray is what they're and calling And they're like, they're, like, they're like, get my abs, man. Get my abs. It was so great. So great. Anyway, so anyway, uh, yeah, so that kind of led to the end of the match. Uh, so he sprayed Matt instead. Uh, Frankie Kazarian, the elite hunter, come out and took out Cutler. Anyway, end of the match, package pile driver um, by um, um, by Penta on uh, on Matt, and then Eddie spinning back fist, and they beat the Young Bucks. And yes, now they're going to get a shot at the tag team titles uh coming up soon so that even was had the the good brothers came out and yep good bros was involved yeah a lot of uh you know a lot of the usual shenanigans you know, shenanigans that's kind but of they were able on. to overcome so they were they were and it was fun interesting good storytelling you know uh i don't know if penta eddie's gonna be the ones to take the belt off of them, but this is the really good storyline here though yeah. i'm liking this all right next up christian uh telling jungle boy he's proud of him and then uh, Luchasaurus walks in uh, for the first time. And so, uh, Primo, <laughs> I already told you this about Luchasaurus. Did you know he was on Big Brother? You may have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's where I knew him before because uh, me and my uh, family, my wife, watched Big Brother. Yeah. And, uh, and he was on the show a long time ago, and he said that he was a wrestler and that kind of stuff. And then fast forward a little bit later, uh, Lucha Underground comes into play. Uh-huh. And then he's showing up here, and I'm looking at that guy, and I'm like, I recognize these tattoos. Like, they're very significant, you know, the ones right. that, you know. And I was like, where do I've seen these before? And then I, was, I Googled it, and I'm like, holy cow. It's that's I can't remember his real name, but anyway, that's how, yeah. That's how I knew that Ricochet was Prince Puma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And then I told you that uh, um, uh, Ricochet's from uh, Paducah. Oh, yeah. 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 Awesome yep. All right. So back to the show. Yeah. So Christian meets Luchasaurus. They talk about dinosaurs and walk off. I think it's hilarious. Christian yeah. said, he's like, I have a cousin that's part like whatever. <laughs> Paleozoic. Yeah. Said. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Next up, my man getting all the heat, especially from AJ, but he's not here. Ethan Page interview. Oh, yeah, he's getting the heat. Uh, he tells the crowd to shut up a few times. He tells them that he's going to exterminate Darby Allen. All right, and then Sting's music hits. Sting drags out a wooden coffin, and uh, as expected, Darby pops out of it, jumps yep. in the ring, and uh, it's a big melee, man. Four way fight. 
and then uh, they spill outside the ring. Paige tells Darby that uh, he wants it in writing that he can't touch him until the coffin mm-hmm. match. Yeah. Sting yeah. even hit a death drop on uh, Scorpio. Yes, he did. I, I always love to see that death drop. It's yeah. so simple, you know. It's like it's like Jake doing the DDT. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's iconic, you know, for him to do it. Uh, you got. Uh, I think it's funny that I mean I love. You can't go wrong with Sting's, Sting's entrance, but it, I like how it's the way they did the snow this time. It was going all over the crowd. <laughs> yes, it was. It was like they had fans on that weren't yeah. on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Last show at Daly's place. Next to last, I'll talk about that later too. So, all right. So uh, Matt Hardy sends Jack Evans out to uh, wrestle Jungle Boy and tells him, "I don't care if you win or not, just hurt him." Yep. So uh, anyway, so rest they wrestle. Uh, Jungle Boy wins, and they're making a big deal out of this guy here lately. They say that he just got his fiftieth win, first one to fifty. Yeah, first one in the company, and uh, and and if anybody called it. Right here, <laughs> you have been you've been a right. jungle boy, Mark. I'll say right, that right here, man. I I just you know it just it just like everything just stacks up to me, and and I'm gonna say this too now. Next to Jungle Boy, the the, the other person that I feel this way about in AEW is Brian Pillman Jr. Oh yeah, look, you know, what I mean, like Jungle Boy, the same. He's got the name, the looks, you know, women, kids, uh, old ladies love him. Guys are you know are gonna think he's cool. I do. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the same kind of, you know, they, they got it. You know what I mean? They both just need to work on the promos. I just, but. I just can't wait till jungle boy just doesn't look like a kid. I know. Yeah. yeah he's so slender. He needs man. to be a little yeah. more grizzled. Yeah. But yeah. he, I mean, that's part of, like, that's what he's, that's part of his thing. So sure. Sure. He's yeah. not jungle man yet. He's jungle boy. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so Hardy family offices come out and, uh, and attack, but Christian and Jurassic, express intervene you know basically that's how that uh ended so all right right after that they announced august the 4th as the return to daly's place for the last time um they're calling this the homecoming show mm-hmm. um, august the 4th and um excalibur explained it as this will be the last time we're going to be here for a long time so two reasons wrestling they're going on the road Football starting back because they yep. use that Jags. Yep. Jags. Yep. Yep. So I they mean, were Jags, to... trust me, Jags don't need it either. But <laughs> <laughs> now, yep. I'm gonna be, now I'm going to catch some heat from all the Jags fans. Uh, I know. He's a Cowboys them, fan, so... people. He's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Next up, man, MJF promo on Jericho. He says that next week he's going to announce a list of stipulations that he will give him one last match and and then he tells him that he's going to destroy Sammy Guevara uh, tonight um which I can't wait to talk about this match man holy cow and then um and then so that was the end of that Andrade announced versus Matt Sidell uh for this week which will be tonight yeah, All right, so next up that's going to be us as you said earlier a banger <laughs> a banger yeah it will they're going to be able to showcase moves because uh, uh, Sidell's a little flippy. Oh, and, man. You know, that can make he has her... a beautiful shooting star. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Except for whenever with... it gets hit with an RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. What a great spot that is. Yeah. Though. Amazing. Like, it's it's like, in every top 10. <laughs> right, right. Like Sis. Uh, like Sis. Like oh, that curb stopped RKO was yeah, one of the best yeah. ones, too. Yeah. 
So next up, Omega is interviewing Shivani. So this is another way for Omega to get heat. And, uh, you know, he says that he woke up feeling like a king this morning mm-hmm. because he's uh, he's basically beat everybody on the AEW roster. There's no threat, really. And um, and so uh, and then out comes uh, AJ's favorite faction, the Dark Order. And uh, they come out and interrupt. And first of all, I want to say I love how when Evil Uno comes out, he always has one hand behind his back. It's it reminds me of Steve Rickle. <laughs> right, know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. He's good. I like him. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, so they come out and uh, and they're like, oh, what? well, hang on now. You know, uh, Evil Uno says that Hangman Page is the challenger. Uh, that Omega's looking for. Omega says, you know, he doesn't have the right to say that on Ad- on uh, on Adam Page's behalf, you know, and blah, blah, blah. You yeah. Know, and- I like how they did this because they were like, <clears throat> he's like, we have a guy and you haven't beat him and he's the number, the real number one contender. And then like how Omega's like, if you're talking about who I think you're talking about, then you can't speak on his behalf. And if you're thinking talking about who I think you're talking about, he probably doesn't want to do it in the first place. And he just kept they kept going with that. If you're talking about who I think you're talking about, right, he's right, to me, right, yeah, yeah, they kept going around, man. So that yeah. was funny. Yeah, but anyway, uh, you know, so Mega basically turns his back on him, blows him off. Good, good night, goodbye, bang. You know, he's he goes to uh, bang. take off, yeah. All right, next up, Brian Pillman Jr., which, you know, I just talked about how much I, I love him. And I'm not a babyface guy, so I, I like certain babyfaces. He's on my list, okay? Okay. And and, uh, and so anyway, so I knew what was coming up because he's got a match with Miro, and he called him a really bad name before the match. He called him a Bulgarian female dog, mm. and uh, which was not nice and not good. <laughs> so but to start the match, you know, uh, usual, you know, Brian's getting his licks in, Miro's letting him get it in, you know, and then and then the magic starts, you know, and Miro uh pretty much takes over. So, uh he gets what, once Miro starts, you know, oh, once he yeah. once he turns it on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. And kudos to Brian, man. He took those lumps very well too, by the way. So anyway, yeah, Brian rallies a little bit, but you know, uh Miro takes him out, accolade, he passes out, ref stops it, and uh, that's the end of that match. So uh, Miro uh, successfully retains. All right, next up, Hangman Page is backstage. He's not happy with Dark Order, you know, and there's like, well, you know, we're trying to hype you up. You're scared of failure, you know, and so, you know, they're kind of putting little tidbits in his head. So, all right, next to last main event here, Britt Baker, the... D. D. That's right. And with Rebel versus Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. This match went back and forth. I mean, DMD basically took over. She put a lock jaw on Vicky, <laughs> which was funny to me at the end, yeah. forcing her to, uh, to 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 tap out. And then uh, post match, uh, Rose attacked Britt. Uh, Vicky set up a table outside the ring. And uh, and Britt, uh, or excuse me, uh, Nyla power bombs uh, Britt through the table onto the floor. You know, not really hard, but you know, a nice little through there. So 
a nice little spot through the table there. So, and then, uh, uh, and then that was basically the end of that. Nyla kind of stood tall and looks like that this is going to be the little rivalry there for a little while. Next up promo on the pinnacle by, uh, Hager, Santana and Ortiz just kind of talking about, you know, what's going to happen as, uh, you know, as we, uh, it's, it's, it, it's, it's good by Ortega and, or excuse me, uh, Ortiz and Santana. He's, and uh, I was thinking UFC for a second there. <laughs> uh, you, um, Santana and Ortiz, but it's just I can never take Jake Hager seriously, <laughs> and I like him. I really do. Yeah. Uh, he's he's like he's a great athlete. Um, he's like a legit uh, wrestler, and now MMA guy. But it's just, I don't know. I just ne- I've never been able to. T- he, he when he gets. It's like he tries too hard almost on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. I like him as muscle. Like he's good, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of stand in the back and, you know, not talk too much. But, you know, they got to put a little stink on him and Wardlow, you know, kind of going back at it. So, you know. But anyway, you know, I feel like we're early in the, the rivalry between Pinnacle and the Inner Circle. But – I feel like we got so much longer ways to go here. Like, how are they going to blow this off eventually? Like, I, I just don't know. Like, we're going to third factions. <laughs> yeah, are we going to 50 50 book all the way? You know what I mean? Right. It's like FTR going to be Santana Ortiz, but then Jericho beat MJF and just rigmarole circle all the way yeah. around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, but we'll see. That's why we watch it. All right. Main event time, baby. I'm going to say this right off the bat. Just talking with Primo. This match, top five AEW matches so far. And if the finish had been a little different, maybe probably top one or two. And I'm not even kidding. It was like, so good. Oh, man. Talk to me, right? It was so good, man. I mean, you just, you, it was one of those where, you, like I said before, you put your phone down. You watch this whole match. Yeah. You know, yeah. it had everything in it. You know, spots. It told a story. Um, you, they just, whew. yeah, <laughs> amazing. All right, so let me get through it here. Uh, like I could talk about tons that happened during this match, but I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read for you just what I wrote here. First of all, I wrote "Holy Cow," and uh, you know, it, and this is a uh, family-friendly show. I wrote something <laughs> else, but absolute great match. Probably top five AEW matches. These guys really went at it. The finish wasn't that good, but um, an absolute must watch. Um, the best spot to me was uh, when Sammy did a, 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 a tope uh, rope senton bomb all the way over the barricade into the crowd uh, onto MJF. Like, and that, that fan. Was, yeah, and the <laughs> fan. So that was uh, pretty wild. But, uh, yeah, getting to the end of the match, man. Guevara did a 630 uh sean spears comes out with a chair the chairman you know, yeah the chairman kind of holding it you know like and then jericho uh you know throws off the headset he's going to cut off uh spears but then he gets hit from wardlow by uh, behind and then uh and then so that distracts the official sean spears hits sammy with the chair absolute great match you know i didn't like the ending i know we had to end it some way but you know it, it, you know it continues the feud mjf covers him for the win and then uh that's how the show went off the final minutes of the show was um 
them showing highlights of Daly's place, things that had happened there throughout, you know, the, the, the quarantine and all that yep. stuff. But, uh, man, what, man, this show was so good, man. Like I, I, I watched the main event live and then I went back this morning and watched it again. While yeah. I had time, because it's that good. You, it was a, it was a great night at WWE Dynamite. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm glad you brought that up. I wasn't gonna say anything, but poor just JR, kidding, man. Marks. Just kidding, Marks. Yeah, I know, right? Like it set Twitter on fire, you know. And then, uh, then apparently after that, Eddie Kingston come out to kind of send everybody home happy, and he kind of mm. cut a promo and. Oh yeah, I saw that. Too. Apparently, it ruffled some feathers of like Bully Ray and maybe a few people. They saying they like what he said, they just didn't like that. You know, he had never been in WWE before or something, and was mm. saying that you know they treat their employees best here, kind of deal. But anyway, it turned out to be a, a you know a um, you know a really cool thing. But yeah, that was uh, pretty wild, man. But yeah, and then uh, the big slip by Jr. there at the end of the show, man, I felt so bad, like. Man, nobody deserves that, especially Jim. It's and okay. I mean, he's 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 a legend. He can, he, is, he can do no wrong. Yeah. But he owned it. He put a tweet yeah. out about it. You know, you know, poop happens, man. That's you know, right. We all did it. You know what I mean? So, you know, but it's just like you know, this guy worked for them for for years. It's you know, and it's, it's still muscle memory, right? Yeah, and, and like you know, it's it's not, uh, you know, it's just uh, you know, he should it, it's it's. A shame does it's I'm surprised, excuse me, I'm surprised that it doesn't happen more. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. than it has. So it's just, you know, that I mean, it was a big you know show. How many hundreds of WWE Raw shows he called Ooh. or pay per views or, you know, oh, yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. for him to even only say WWE this time. Right. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on now. We're getting to, uh, let's get to the Indies first. Let's talk about what's going on this weekend in uh, the Indies. First of all, Ring of Honor, Sunday, best in the world, uh, Sunday, July 11th. Main event, Roosh versus Flamita for the Ring of Honor world title. St. Louis Anarchy this Friday, July 9th. This is the show I'm watching. Uh, it's going to be free on Twitch, actually. It's Journey to the number two anarchy the show is going to be free circus maximus st louis anarchy uh make sure you guys check that out uh gary J versus jeremy wyatt big beef is on that card so uh check that out and then also friday night on fight tv you got to order it for 12.99 i believe it is aaw united we stand main event Mance warner versus fred yehi in a steel cage match oh man cool for the aaw world title and then uh co-main event chris statlander the aaw women's champion defends against sienna so that should be interesting aka allison k she's been in aaw for a long time and uh has hasn't she's been there a long time hasn't won the belt yet so good uh story going on there so uh that is believe uh what's going on this weekend all right let's get into impact wrestling not a whole whole lot happened here i'll uh, go uh uh through with it we're still the storyline of don Callis being fired omega you know uh kind of treating impact um kind of like a a uh you know like a stepchild kind of you know deal like kind of like he's not really taking it seriously so but anyway, to start the show, W. Morrissey, a.k.a. Big Cast, 
Sof. Sof. He tells Kojima and Eddie Edwards, who is about to go out to the ring and wrestle, they were giving respect to each other. And he tells them that they're both a bunch of jokes and they're frauds. <laughs> and he's going to expose them and all this stuff. So anyway, so Kojima goes to the ring. Eddie don't make it to the ring because Morrissey attacks him in the parking lot. So uh, so Morrissey on video uh, tells uh, Kojima that he took out Eddie in the parking lot. So then the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers, music hits, and he comes out with his uh, with his uh, his protege, Sam Beal, who he is, he is teaching how to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> so Brian comes out, he insults Kojima, and then uh, and then uh, him and Sam Beal attack Kojima, and then Jake, what's my name? Something! My man comes out. And uh, saves Kojima. And then all of a sudden, playa, 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 we got ourselves a tag team match. match. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. And then uh, whenever that scenario happens, I always think Teddy, man. I can't help it, but I always think Teddy. So anyway, uh, Kojima wins by pen after a lariat on uh, Sam Beal. So that's how that one uh, uh, finishes up. Next up, Rachel Ellering comes out with Jazz, who is back. Uh, in her corner, she defeats Tennille Dashwood, uh, and then uh, post uh, post fight, uh, Tennille and Caleb Conley with a K are uh, are beating down uh, um, Rachel Ellering. So Jordan Grace shows up, and you don't know. It's kind of one of those things where you don't know if she's going to jump on Rachel or if she's going to help her. You know, so we're kind of tinkering, and she helps her. She does oh. not turn on her. And looks like they are all back together. So her, Jazz, and Jordan all hug, and it's a big, warm ending to uh, them getting back together. How about that? How about it? Rachel Ellering, uh, daughter of legendary manager of the Road Warriors, Paul Ellering. Oh, if you guys didn't know. Next up, let's talk about. Let's see, number one contenders match. All right, here we go. This is when uh, you know things uh, uh, start to get a little crazy in the show here. Uh, number one contenders match for the tag team titles: Willie Mack and Rich Swan versus TJP and Falaba. Well, uh, the match barely barely gets started. Violent by Design um, comes out and basically just cleans house. They just beat the crap out of everybody. So nobody gets to have a match. Nobody gets to have a match. They're like, Oh, number one contenders match. Huh? Oh, hmm, nope. Not happening. Yep. So no challengers left everybody laying in the, you know, and then they stand tall with the titles. So next week we'll have a triple threat. Yeah, else. most likely. Yep. Or a thruple. A thruple. Way. A thruple. Yeah. I have the thruple match. So, yeah, so that was the end of that. And then uh, next uh, is another one of those segments where I just kind of laugh because it's like if they get to the, you know, this, it's this X division, the ultimate X uh, mm-hmm. match they keep building to. You know, it's like they keep finding different ways to have everybody piling in the ring. Well, what happened this time was Chris Bay wrestled Petey Williams to start. Bay wins the match. And then Fulton. Madman Fulton, Shira, Ace Austin, Raheet Raju, they all come to the ring. They attack Petey Williams. And then here comes Josh Alexander, Trey Miguel. And then uh, Chris Bay is kind of standing outside the ring trying to decide whether he wants to come, you know, in or not. Doesn't, you know, and then and then he finally jumps in. So, anyway, just more, you know, lead up, pump up, mm-hmm. you know, 
to the Ultimate X match. So they've, they're going to run out of scenarios before they get there of, of this match. So I'm just ready to see the match already. <laughs> All right, next up, another squash match for um, Steve Macklin. Uh, he took on uh, a guy I'm not sure who he was, but quick work. Did he have any sweet tea this week? He did not, no. Oh. No, no sweet tea that I've seen anyway. But he is looking very mean and, and pissed off a lot when he comes to the ring already. <laughs> so so I, I think he found out that the Jameson was sweet tea oh, as well. Oh, okay. That's why <laughs> yeah. he's ticked off. Right. All right, so uh, a, a few little small promos between Brian Myers, Jake something. They're going at it next week. Um, and then they also advertise New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence August the 14th at L.A. Coliseum is going to be in conjunction with Impact Wrestling. Good Brothers are going to be there. So, you know, they're so they're getting back to, um, if I'm not mistaken, before quarantine happened or COVID, excuse me, um, New Japan had a big U.S. tour lined up where they were going to go hit some big cities and smaller cities. So maybe this might be the start of getting that back together. So, all right, here we go. Main event. Good Brothers, Kenny Omega versus Moose, Sammy Callahan, which is Tommy Dreamer's team, and it was uh, a, also a partner to be named later. Well, that partner ended up being... Oh, Chris really? Yeah. yeah, Chris Saban. So he ended up uh, being on the team. Uh, so anyway, yeah, a match is uh, kind of breaking down. Moose has uh, been acting like pissed off, like he hates everybody for a while. So, you know, they knew that he'd be a wild card in this match coming in. So, anyway, uh, towards the end of the match, Moose is getting pissed off because he's wanting to be in the match and nobody's Moose. Nobody's letting him in the ring. Always like Moose, too, man. Uh, Quinn Ojanaka, former Atlanta Falcon, my boys. Uh, anyway, <coughs> defensive tackle. Defensive end, too. Um, anyway, uh, so Moose, uh, you know, Moose like goes to walk off because he's mad about things that have happened in the match. Dreamer goes over to stop him and they're putting their fingers in each other's face. Well, Moose goes to walk off. Tom Dreamer goes to walk behind him. Well, Don Callis, Mr. Opportunistic runs up behind Dreamer and pushes him right mm. into the back of Moose. Moose turns around, thinks that Tommy is attacking him, starts beating the fool out of Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Man, so, yeah. So he starts beating uh, up Tommy Dreamer. Saban uh, gets back in the ring. Uh, uh, they drug him, throws him back in the ring. He takes a V trigger and then a magic killer for the one, two, three. Moose is standing at the top of the ramp uh, as the as the show goes off. Uh, you know, uh, the Good Brothers and Omega win again. Callus is celebrating, and then uh, the last thing is they advertise next week. Kenny Omega, Sammy Callahan, contract signing for the July 17th match at Slammiversary. It's about time. Well, let's get like this title, boy. Yeah, I feel like this is taking forever. That's, yeah, I know, man. It, yeah, it's it's lasting longer than I thought. But yeah. It's all right. It keeps us guessing, man. It keeps yeah. us guessing. All right, Primo, if you're ready, man, let's get this WWE underway. First up, SmackDown from last Friday. Let me talk to you. Got right. SmackDown from last Friday. Let me hit a few quick uh, notes before Happy we get to the big storyline. Smackity down. Smacketh of the down. Take it to the SmackDown <laughs> Hotel. We had, let's see, we got King Shinsuke and Biggie defeating Apollo and Boring Baron Corbin. 
who is just down on his luck. They have Baron Corbin looking so depressed. He's growing out. His hairline is terrible. He's, he he's so got sad. a patchy beard going on. Oh, he looks so sad. He's you know, he had to I think he said he had to get his watch got repossessed or something. <laughs> <laughs> or his car. Yeah, like he's just it's a bad week for him. You know, right, he's, yeah. he's a nobody now. His dog died probably. Yeah, he, he has like no status anymore since he's not a king. <laughs> uh, also, next we have the last man standing match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to see who qualifies for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Kevin Owens ends up winning this match and he moves on. So KO yeah. is our next competitor that is going to go on to Money in the Bank. Yes, sir. Love it, KO. We have two matches announced for next week. One, uh, excuse me, one announced for next week, which is Seth Rollins versus Cesaro for the Money in the Bank qualifying match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All Seth did, because Seth is mad that, that um, Edge basically inserted himself into the Universal Championship spotlight right after he said, he's like, I told you that I was going to be in it and you agreed. And Sonya and Adam were like, we didn't actually agree. Like we didn't shake on it type deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he get he's going to get a spot to a chance to qualify for money in the bank against Cesaro. And so I guess that satisfies his sweet tooth for now. We also had a big return. Sonya Deville. I don't know on SmackDown. They're just selecting people. Uh, uh, female superstars to be in the women's money in the bank. Meanwhile, the, meanwhile, the ones on raw all had to earn it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But Sonya Deville announces the next so, uh, selection for the women's money in the bank match. And it's none other than Zelina Vega making her return. Yeah. All right. How about that? That came out of the blue. And who knows to them keeping wraps on that. I don't think anybody, Exactly. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Right after they released Alistair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brought her back. So, I mean, they're going to show her on TV one week and then release her like they did her her, her man. They need some heels. Um, and meanwhile, so Liv Morgan, once again, not happy that somebody's getting selected while she's out there proving herself week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she asked for a match to prove herself to Sonya once again. And once again, she defeats the Sonya's selection, which is Zelina. So Liv Morgan, we're still wondering if she's impressed Sonya enough to be able to get in that Money in the Bank match, which we all know eventually she's going to be in the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to run all the way up to the night before the pay-per-view. She's then, the last right, one in. Yeah. This one last match. Yeah. And it's going to be like like Naya. You know exactly. What I mean? She's just yeah. running the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... <laughs> And then we also have an I Quit match announced for Bianca and Bailey for the women's uh, women's SmackDown Championship coming up at Money in the Bank. Did they now, say? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What was that? Did they did they say first time ever or second time ever that matches happened between two women wrestlers? There's some kind of story right there it, about it's that. It's definitely not the first time ever. Is it not? I okay. I don't think so. Maybe it's the first one. Are they doing it in the cage? Seems like there was sure. some kind of first or something. Yeah. We'll check into that. Um, the main storyline of the night. So Roman is not there all night. He's pulling a Randy Orton. Uh, <laughs> Edge comes out. 
as it as right as it's revealed that at the beginning of the show that Edge and Roman are going to go one on one, one on one with the great with the one. Great one. Uh, Edge and Roman will go one on one at at Money in the Bank. Edge says he's not going to make any excuses about WrestleMania, but he knows that he lives in Roman's head. He basically shows a graphic of him when he was choking him out with the crossface. It's like, look at his eyes. You see his eyes. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, he's like, he's like, that's I hold real estate in that man's head. Yeah. Uh, so afterwards, Jimmy tells Paul, I like how because Jimmy's like talking to uh, Paul. Paul, Paul's just standing there, like right. making Jimmy make up his own mind to how to, what to do. Like he's like, he's like, you hear what Edge is saying? You heard that Big Goose won't like that. He's not going to like that. You think I should go beat him up? I should go beat him up. Right, you know what? You know what? I'm just going to go get a match with him. I'm going to call him out. Paul's just like, sure, kid. Like, he didn't yeah, say a word. Yeah, he kept on talking. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. So, uh, afterwards, Jimmy says, when Roman arrives, they're going to take out Edge and plant the family flag right in Edge's chest. Jimmy's so worried about impressing Roman that eventually he talks himself into taking it uh, upon himself to call out Edge. He comes out, calls out Edge. <clears throat> Edge call, answers the call and gets the upper hand, puts the cross face on Jimmy uh, with that bar that he breaks off the still chair. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we go off the of SmackDown. That's basically all that happened in SmackDown. Nothing crazy happened. Roman yeah. wasn't there the whole night. Um, right. So that was yeah. SmackDown in a nutshell. They're just building up that match. Yeah. The only thing I was talking about, I was going to talk about, was Otis. This whole Otis with, you know, Alpha. Yeah. All right. So, Primo, I don't know if you've ever watched, but have you ever watched any King Kong Bundy from back in the day? You I've know, seen when, King you know, Kong Bundy. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm getting total King Kong Bundy vibes from Otis because if he put on uh, the black singlet yeah. two stripe and bring back the five count, like, I, I'm just getting total King Kong Bundy vibes. If anybody else out there, like, you I don't know. You know who about- used to do the five count? Big E used to do the five count in NXT. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, just the way he acting, you know, he's shaving the beard. He just, yeah, he kind of looks like uh, King Kong Bundy to me. So, yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, SmackDown. So, that was uh, a Friday. So, all right, Primo, how about Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Raw. Raw. Uh, we got the show opener here. Comes out with a Miz TV edition with uh, the Money in the Bank competitors of Raw. We got Johnny Drip Drip in the ring. Johnny, Johnny. the moist must see. The moist must see. (laughs) (laughs) The shaman is sexy himself. (laughs) Yeah, the Monday night. The Monday night delight. Monday night delight. The something guru. He's yeah. Oh my gosh, he has so many nicknames, it's ridiculous. I know. Nicknames so, and then real name, Johnny Drip. Morrison, Johnny Morrison. Nitro, Mundo. Nitro. Mundo, yes, yes. Uh, so, show opens up with Miss TV. Obviously, uh, John Morrison's already in the ring, Johnny Drip Drip. He, and they the whole show, that whole Miss TV is basically to have all four competitors in the ring. Riddle decides to dedicate... The match to his best bud, his best bud, Randy Orton. And by the way, every time he talks about Randy in this show, he's like, "This is for you, Randy. This is for you." Like he's, like he's talking he's to the heavens, like <laughs> right. he's dead. Yeah, pointing to the sky. Yeah. So 
Meanwhile, uh, Drew McIntyre. So the whole time, when Drew's talk on, or, or excuse me, Riddle's talk on the ladder about like he's doing it for his best friend, and uh, <laughs> and when and when AJ comes out, you know, because AJ is always acting like you know a pissed off Karen every time he comes he comes out, and uh, <laughs> I picked up on this real quick. Riddle still calls AJ Skipper from when, whenever he was the team captain at Survivor Series a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Oh, oh that's great. And meanwhile, they pan to Drew McIntyre for a couple of seconds and he is just losing it. Like, <laughs> He just seems like Legit everybody's laughing. laughing at Riddle because he's so dang funny. Yeah. Uh, but Omos ends up knocking Riddle off the ladder and AJ kicks Riddle's injured foot because they got injured last week. Uh, later in the night, they ended up having a match between Riddle and AJ Styles where Riddle was able to defeat AJ Styles due to a distraction by the Viking Raiders they were ringside. Uh, they distracted Omos Ray, for five Ray, seconds. Ray. Omos turns around. AJ's like, Omos, Omos! Up on the uh, ropes. Schoolboy. <laughs> That's right. Schoolboy, yep. And when, Riddle was, wins. When, when was Riddle up on the uh, the ladder? Was that oh, the during Miss TV, yeah. <laughs> he was up there and he goes, <laughs> he was there, he goes, I'm so high right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's what he said, yeah. <laughs> I'm higher than I've ever been. I'm higher than I've ever been right now. I like he's like looking around. He's like, I'm so high. Was, oh my god! This... He said, he said, Omas, you're almost as tall as me up here. <laughs> right, almost. He said, almost, almost. Yeah, almost. You're almost as tall. <laughs> oh, he's so stuff. funny, and he. I like how he wore the backpack, and he gets on the ladder, and he pulls the microphone out of the RK Bro backpack. <laughs> yes. Riddle is a gym on the he show. Is, man. He's keeping oh. Raw alive for me. Yep, yep, totally. We also had a uh, round two of uh, between Morrison and Ricochet. This one ends up being uh, Morrison wins, and this is because Ricochet gets counted out. They both end up falling ringside. However, Morrison's able to make the count. Riddle is not because Miz rolls in his way. So as he basically blocks Ricochet off with his wheelchair, so he can't make the 10 count. So uh, Morrison ends up winning that, but then a third match gets, so the, the rubber match gets announced for next week, which is a false count anywhere match. They're, they're making what I said last week come true, where I said if we could watch these guys wrestle 10 times, looks like we're going to watch uh, Morrison and Ricochet wrestle a few more times. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good as as long as they stay entertaining, you know, mm -hmm. and not yeah. doesn't get ridiculous, you know. I the, mean, this the first one was really good, man. I mean, and their styles mesh, you know, for sure. For definitely sure. enjoy watching them both wrestle each other. We had. I, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, I I read earlier that apparently Ricochet and Ali's had a pretty good feud going on on what is it main event or something like that or that comes really? on. Yeah, maybe, main event. Maybe, yeah, main maybe event. it's two hundred five live or something. I think like I'm, it's probably main events they're on. Okay, yeah, it could they, be two hundred five live. They've been putting up some pretty good Both. bangers there. There um, it is, bangers. Bangers, word of the night. And mash. Three. Um, my third point here: we have gender. Uh, gender Mahal, the modern day <laughs> Ma 
Haraja. Haraja rolling in on the motorcycle. That's right. He did roll in on that sweet motorcycle. It was a custom motorcycle that he got during his days as the champ, the champ champ. Right. Uh, then he said he says he demands a match against Drew, and tonight he's going to prove how good he is, uh, that he was probably the better of the 3MD group. <laughs> Drew... <laughs> Gender and his crew get DQ'd. I said his crew because I don't know the other two dudes' names. Um, get DQ'd by because they're beating down Drew McIntyre, and then Gender steals Drew's sword. And here's your new feud. Thank goodness. Yes, he's away from the world title. Get you know he's not gonna go for a belt for a while. Yeah, so two things. It draws Drew away from the tent, the, the belt for a little sure. bit. Yep. Also, I like Jinder. So I do too. And, and I really enjoyed his title run. And I'd like to see him. And I want to see what this group does. You know, I like a good faction. So oh, yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Especially a good heel faction. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, and a lot of people hate Jinder. He's got go-away heat with a lot of people. But he's been around. You know, if we watch him, the evolution of his character, he was in 3MB. Yeah. And, you know, and then the the Maharaja, like, like you know, you could ask yourself, the first time you've seen this dude be like, he's going to be world champion one day. You would have never said that, you know? And then, and then they plugged him in, in there and, and, and lifted him up, man. And then all of a sudden now he's back on TV. So yeah, I, I've always, uh, you know, always liked it too. with guys that made it like that for so long, you know, and, uh, end up getting a, a nice run. We had, uh, speaking of Mustafa Ali, we had him, uh, against Mansoor. Basically, he's been telling Mansoor every week, you know, mm-hmm. don't trust everybody. Don't be too nice to everyone. He's been trying to, like, stay in Mansoor's ear, you know, giving him kind of, like, tough love, kind of, but also, you know, it's legit advice. Sure. But, uh, so up, anyway, they end up having a match because Mansoor just wants to be the nice guy. And Mustafa Ali ends up playing possum and gets the win over him. So, right. basically proves his point right there. Yep. Mansoor. We have Charlotte. This this is probably my favorite moment of the night. <laughs> Charlotte comes out. So last week, Rhea Ripley chop blocked Charlotte. And since then, Charlotte's been injured. Sure. And so she comes out on one crutch. She's hobbling, uh, talking about how she might have to miss money in the bank now because of this and how Rhea is doing what she would do. So she's like, Rhea, you're doing what I would do. Good job, kid. You you know, I taught you well, apparently. And before you know it, Rhea has music hits and she yeah. has one crutch and she's like, oh, she stole my entrance now. <laughs> right. So then Rhea hobbles out. She actually sells the injury <laughs> way better than Charlotte. And then right about that time, Rhea's like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> so they both throw the cl- the crutches and crutches start flying. Yeah, they, yeah. Start neither one of them are really injured. Yeah, they start yeah. scrapping. <laughs> it was great. It was just so funny how they were mocking each other. How you know? Yeah. Um. You know, size comparison. Rhea is probably the perfect matchup for Charlotte. Uh, experience wise, probably not. But size size wise, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely match up good, man. Uh, we have the United States title match announced for next week. Uh, Sheamus has finally cleared the wrestle after that broken face and against 
Humberto Carrillo. Who broke his nose, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. how they do that. Yeah. Oh, you really broke his nose? Where you're, yeah, you're going to get there and you're going to, well, Seamus probably going to give him some hard licks. <laughs> exactly. Here. It's when he gets them 10 beats of the Ballard, he's going to knock his Whoa. chest in. Yeah. Oof. And, uh, broke, broke. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we had the return in, to the in ring competition of Montel Vontavious Porter, MT, MVP himself. MVP 305. That's right. You know, I like MVP. I always have. Um, we had the Hurt Business in full effect with Lashley and MVP in there and the main event against New Day. But my boys, yes, it is. My boys, the New Day, did their thing and beat the Hurt Business in the main event. How about it? That's right. How about it? So, um, Bob Lashley looked pretty PO'd there at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yep. You can't beat the 11 time tag champs just like that. That's right. The Almighty. All right. Well, that was Monday Night Raw. A decent Raw. You know, like, you know, it wasn't wasn't too bad. You it know, a, Riddle. It a, yeah, it had a little bit of substance. Yeah. Riddle kept me interested. The main event was, <laughs> was good. You know, um, you know, I feel like. You know, and I hate it, man. I hate it. But, you know, when Alexa Bliss shows up on my screen, I want to hit fast forward or I want to go pee or, I mean, uh, or go uh, or go eat, <laughs> grab a, make a sandwich, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I like Alexa Bliss. Uh, yeah. Uh, but this whole thing, the, I'm ready for her to just be Alexa Bliss again. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Is, is, the, is the Fiend going to have to come back and uh, – like re, you know, she's got to get her soul back or something. Like he's got to, I don't know. What's I don't know. He just like, like how are we going to get away from this? He he de exercises her. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, he's like, right. I don't want you to be in my group anymore. Tune in to Monday Night Raw for the next exorcism where we bring Alexa <laughs> Bliss back to life, back to normal. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right, moving on. NXT, we had the Great American yeah. Bash. All right. Great American right. Bash, baby. Baby, if you, if you will. will. This is the brainchild of Dusty. Dusty, the American dream, baby. Yeah. Uh, first matchup, my boys, MSK versus Ciampa and Thatcher. Great this match. Shocked me. Great match. This Great shocked me, match. though. The finish shocked me. I thought we was going to have new, new champs here. You did, you? I, well, did. I did. I mean, I kind of, I kind of, I'm guilty. I kind of did, too. But I didn't want to because uh, mm. I mean personal reasons. But yeah, I, I'm okay uh, with them keeping them. Yeah, your MSK is on this on this dream run basically, and right. they are constantly the underdogs, and they're proving people wrong there each go, chance they get. With that, was was that the orange citrus? Yeah, orange rowdy, citrus. Rowdy, rowdy's rowdy's in the chat, so I was going to show my rowdy. Yeah. So we have the uh, MSK and still your NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah, they this was good. And that, and that was a good match. It was, it was, they went back and forth. They beat the tar out of each other. Toothless Timmy. Oh, man. Let me tell you, him and Ciampa, you know, when those two are in the ring, there's going to be some, you know, Somebody's getting losing some teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody's losing some teeth and probably them and uh, whoever they're fighting and them. Well, They'll... that's the thing. They go so hard. It's them getting hurt. <laughs> so. And, 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 Ch- and Choppa, look at this dude's beard, man. Like it's going, it's growing it's sideways it's now. It's like, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's so scraggly. Yeah. It's... Yeah. 
I was thinking about that actually when I was watching it. It's his his beard is so wild. Yeah, you need to trim it up like your boy Primo here. Well, I know. Uh, yeah, they go clean. He's nah, nah. Then have a, he'll have a shaved head and baby face. Right. So next up, we have Joe and uh, Samoa Joe and William Ringle in the ring. Ringle says he needs to address Gargano and Cross and demands they both come out to the ring. Gargano arrives. Cross arrives. Regal says things need to be settled. Johnny says at takeover, Cross realized that he isn't in his league and he's scared to get in the ring with him because he knows Johnny will expose him. And I agree, Johnny. Annoying headband, Johnny. I love Johnny. (laughs) Regal announces the NXT Championship match for next week between Cross and Gargano with your special guest referee, Hmm? Samoa Joe. Joe, 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 Joe's gonna kill you. So that's gonna be interesting, and unfortunately, I know Cross is gonna win. Yeah. Um, What's the over under for stare downs in that match between Joe and the competitors? I'd say at least at least four four piece. Uh, Give me the over. Uh, The over. Give me me the over. The over. I'm gonna go over. Yeah, for sure. Over. We'll we'll go seven. Four. He'll do. Yeah, he'll do four just with cross alone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Cross started to go after Gargano and was right there. Samoa Joe was right. Yeah. Like, oh, here we go. Yep. Yep. It's like Joe is the Joe is the one guy that Cross will just like, you know. All right, man. Cower from. Yeah. Yeah, Like, kind of like, all right, cool, cool. We're good. We're good. Next up. Million dollar championship match where we know if L.A. Knight were to win, L. then L.A. Knight Cameron Grimes would have to be his butler. And wouldn't you know it? Let me talk to you. Your boy, yeah. the million dollar champion, L.A. Knight. <clears throat> L.A. Knight wins, and still, money, uh, million dollar champion. Yep. Cameron Grimes is now his butler. We're in for some good TV here. It's the next be so week. good. We were talking about it earlier, man. We're like, yeah. man, I want LA to win. I mean, you know, Cameron's winning the belt later on down because oh, he's yeah, getting it's a slow over. Burn. Yeah, yeah, he's getting over. Now, here's one. Yeah, slow burn. You know, so like com- comedy in- is going to ensue. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be funny. Like How he's going to be the worst. Not have ever. him as the butler. <laughs> Right. He said, I hope you get your gloves ready. I hope you get the sponge right. ready because I got right. your butler now. All right. So let me talk about this real fast. Cameron's getting over organically and, you know, because he's so good and entertaining. Did you notice these are kind of things that really start to get wrestlers over, you know, just in my humble personal opinion. All right. Did you know, you know, like when he comes in the ring, when he gets in the ring and he's got his hat on and he takes his finger and he kind of goes, you know, real slow, you know, did mm-hmm. you notice last night when he started to do that? People started to say to the moon. Oh, really? You know, yeah. No, he, did, did, he did it twice. He only does it once normally, but he he's heard start, it. He's he starting to feel it. He did it again, man. He's starting to feel it. So yeah, these little things like this. Sorry, my chair is getting hung up here. He'll yeah. He's, He's starting to feel uh, that daggum heel chair. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's just starting to get over, man. It was funny. Like, I don't know. I just noticed a little stuff like that That's a good, lot though. of times. You know what I mean? And like, like he is organically getting over. Like he is, you know, he's, he's going to be a big face here shortly. I mean, he already is, but, sure. but yeah, 
good stuff. Oh, yeah, it's easy. It's, it's, it's going to be so good to see where this goes with the whole but The, the comedy is going to be off the charts. It is. It's going to be the worst butler ever, and I can't yeah. wait to see it. <laughs> so uh, next up, we have The Way versus EO and uh, Zoe Stark. The Way. So, and that's that's Candice LeRae and Indy. Um, Index. Basically, match gets interrupted because the battery's finally fully charged. And the return of none other than Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Uh, which is, she was taken out by um, Candice. Mm-hmm. So yep. she comes out, interrupts the match. Uh, Zoe, I spelled this wrong twice on my sheet. Zoe and EO end up... Uh, being, they are the new NXT and new yeah women's tag team championship. Uh, tag team here. Knox proceeds to come down and get a hold of Candice LeRae and beat her into the crowd. I think they're trying to put the rub on Zoe, man. And I've been watching her a lot lately, man. She's really good. She does a lot of. Uh, you can tell she's been doing it a long time. She does a lot of little small things, and uh, I think they're trying to put the rub on her here a little bit with EO. I think it's a uh, weird combination. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is yeah I weird. like how uh, Candace and Indy were like, y'all aren't even friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. And, and Zoe's uh, she's, you know, she don't really have a gimmick. She's kind of all American. Yeah. She's just a wrestler. Yeah. But she, uh, I mean, you look at her and, you know, I mean, she's a great wrestler, but she just screams independent wrestler. You she's know what I mean? Jacked. Like, yeah, she's jacked. She looks great. Wrestles great. Uh, yeah, I just feel like she needs something, or we need a story with her or something, you know. But yeah, we have Adam Cole, baby, versus Cool Kyle, part two. <laughs> Basically, it's a long match, uh, long-ish. It was the last part of the show. Uh, your main event, Cool Kyle defeat. Or excuse me, Adam Cole defeats Cool Kyle, and now they're they're now one and one. So obviously, that's going to lead to a rubber match. Uh, he was able to win. Uh, he got did that Panama Sunrise into the uh, um, what's it called? This the knee to the back of the head. They call his move. Oh, um, where he pulls the uh, uh, yeah, he pulls the knee pad down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kill shot or kill something like that. Yeah, last yeah. last shot, last call. Last, last yeah, it can't be like last that. call. That's James Storm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that's the main event. But real quick, we also had the announcement of the NXT Breakout Tournament participants. Yes, yes. So Let's we had uh, Trey Baxter. Yep. Carmelo Trey Hayes was Trey, Trey Baxter was Christian. Um, I can't think of his name. Just signed off the Indies. Really good wrestler. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, which we've seen him pop in here and there on NXT recently. Yep. We had Andre Chase. Uh, Josh Briggs, which is the, fi- Briggs. the final Evolve champion. Yes, Josh Briggs. Love him. Uh, I'm going to try to not butcher this. Okay. Ikemon Jiro. Did I say that right? I don't know. That's the first time so, I've seen him. So he's he's in there. Yep. Joe, Joe Gacy, Joe former Gacy. CZW. That's right. Yep. Odyssey Jones, former football player. And Duke Hudson, also known as uh, Brendan Vink. Yep. Love Josh Briggs signing. Uh, he's uh, I've seen him wrestle a ton. Real cool dude. Talked to him a few times. Glad to see him on on NXT. So uh, I want to talk about two primo real quick. How annoying was that hit row segment? 
Mm. That was awful, man. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was not needed. Not needed. (laughs) Not needed. And and it just kept going. Like, okay, let them all rap a little bit, and then let's move forward. That's the thing. Like, and came back and rap more. Don't overdo it. Yeah. 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 You you know, to in order to be cool, you shouldn't try to push it too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, I was a little turned off by that. So, but otherwise, that was a really good show. So, because I still like Hit Row and I still yeah. like uh, Swerve Scott for sure. Yeah, um, but you know, don't make me not like you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't need that segment. You know, yeah. oh, we already know Top Dollar can 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 rap, and it's going to be a part of their gimmick. You know, and and, right. and that's fine. But I mean, I already have to hear our truth do it. So right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the weekly recap, man. That'll get you all caught up. Uh, so you're ready to go for tonight's AEW and everything else the rest of the week. All right. Now let's get to the dropkick uh, discussion of the week. What are we talking about this week, Primo? Let me holler at you, player. We're talking about your top three <laughs> Undertaker matches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so good. I didn't know you were going to do that. That was great. <laughs> the Undertaker. That's oh, right. That's great, man. All right. Yeah, so talking top three Undertaker matches. Grab my mine here. Yeah, so, you know, when talking about Undertaker matches, you know, he's had a, a ton of great matches, you know, but it's the ones that stuck out in our minds, maybe that we've seen live, maybe that we've seen on a pay-per-view, you know, maybe, uh, you know, something, uh, you know, a, yeah. a match that you watched when you were young. Yeah, for, these are your personal favorites. They may not be the absolute greatest Undertaker yes. matches yes. overall. These are yeah. your personal opinion. Yeah, these are all, and when we do these, are always our personal opinion, always our, you know, our top, our top three favorites, or right, you know, what our top five, what are we doing? So, all right, let's get this thing underway. Then, Primo, you want to start us off, man? Whenever I will. I will start us off. And real quick, I went back and forth on my number three. I flip flopped this so much. Yeah. I'm a, but I'm going to go ahead and go with what I put on the paper here. But I will say real quick, my honorable mention will be – this was almost my number three. Honorable mention will be Undertaker versus Kane, WrestleMania 20, The Return of the Dead Man. Nice. That's whenever he got buried alive with the Survivor Series before by Kane. Mm-hmm. The, he finally – he no longer was the American um, – Bad A Undertaker. Uh, he came back at WrestleMania after messing with under, uh, Kane's head all through Royal Rumble WrestleMania season. Returned as the Dead Man at WrestleMania yep. 20. So that was my honorable mention. Okay. Let's talk about my number three. This one, I think you'll appreciate this one. Okay. My number three will be you got two legends in the ring. This is the peak of Big Evil. I'm talking uh, Biker Taker. And this is also during the revival of one other man's career. We, we, uh, he was super, we had two legends in the ring. Okay. It's Undertaker versus Ric Flair, no DQ match, WrestleMania 18. Uh, he was peak heel status. He kept, uh, lifting Ric Flair's head. Yes. At, when he would pin him, he had a double A spine buster come in during that match yeah uh there was bloody it was personal because uh leading up to that undertaker beat up on arn he also beat up on dave flair and it was 
when they started really paying attention to that streak because that was number 10. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Good pick, by the way. Uh, that was one of my honorable mentions I have, too. Uh, but, yeah, that was one of my honorable mentions. I like it. That was in there with me, too. But my other honorable mention, uh, if you tuned into the show last week, uh, I revealed that SummerSlam 2000 was my uh, uh, favorite SummerSlam because I was there in the building that night. My honorable mention was, uh, if if I'm mistaken, I'm, I've been to a lot of wrestling, so I can't remember. But I, I think this is the only time i actually seen Taker and Undertaker wrestle live. So I, I uh, in 2000 that I was at, Who? like I was, what's that? You, it's the only time you saw Undertaker wrestle live? Oh, no. One time I saw Undertaker wrestle Kane live. Oh, Kane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One time I seen them wrestle Kane live was SummerSlam 2000. So I'm going to throw that in there as my uh, honorable mention along with the one that you said. All right. Top three for me, WWE No Way Out 2006. This was The Undertaker versus... Kurt Angle. Good. This was a flawless match. Um, Kurt was great in his prime. This really elevated Taker. He was, uh, this kind of brought back Taker, you know, from, uh, he had had, you know, not so great matches and stuff. This kind of brought him back um, to that level. They told a great story. You know, um, it's one of the, the, one of the biggest matches uh, I remember like wanting to watch. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this might be the last time they wrestled each other. I don't think they wrestled each other after well, that. Well, 06 is also when Angle went to TNA. So Sure, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was right after that. So right along those times. Uh, so for me, number three was that that match with Angle at No Way Out 2006. Great, great match. Yeah, it was. So <clears throat> my number two. Now, I've heard you all have heard me talk about this match. I've sprinkled it in a couple times throughout our 17 episodes, baby. Baby. Woo! So, my number two is from Monday Night Raw 2002. Whenever uh, at the time the dead man, Big Evil, was an undisputed champion, and he had a ladder match on Raw with none other than Jeff Hardy. Nice. And Je- that night, Jeff Hardy earned the dead man's respect. Yep, I remember that. Yep, the big handshake afterwards. Yep. and Being a massive Jeff Hardy mark that I am, I will forever remember that match. I watched nice. it live. I was a little kid. I was yeah. ah, freaking right. out, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good, man. And and you look at that match, you're like, oh, Taker versus Hardy, like the different styles. But, you know, but they pulled it off, and, you know, I mean, it's only they can. And the thing is, it's like, and you think about that, you know, take Taker versus Hardy, but and especially back then, because at the time Jeff wasn't a main event guy yet. So, uh, however, Jeff was the one that was well versed in the ladders, right? Yes, not Taker. So right. they they really worked. That it was great. Yeah, nice choice. All right, for me, number two, I'm going to kick it back to the '90s here for my top two. My number two was basically the creation of Hell in the Cell. This mm. was uh Hell in the Cell match 1997 uh Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Now what made this so interesting was Shawn Michaels with Triple H, China and Rick Rude. This was the creation of Hell in a Cell was made to keep DX out of the match because right. it kept getting involved and uh and so that was kind of the creation of the match. Taker, um, 
Taker uh, ends up getting the win. Uh, Kane uh, debuts uh, the Tombstone, and uh, that was a very interesting interesting night for for uh, for Taker. And but a great great match it was. He beat the fool out of Sean, <laughs> and, uh, and it was uh, you know just a crazy wild match. Like one of the times I've like watched and kind of like Sean was flopping everywhere. Yeah, worse than he did with Hogan that time. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, we just talked about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So '97, man, was uh, the match with Sean. All right. Well, let's go. My number one then. Numero uno. So let's go back three to one. We have my number three <clears throat> was WrestleMania 18. No disqualification match between Big Evil and Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. My number two was Raw 2002. Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy for the undisputed title on a ladder match. My number one, speaking of Sean, my number one will be the first, what is the first of the two matches, the back-to-back Sean versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. It was a great match. It goes up there against one of Undertaker's greatest matches of all time. It was just awesome. So, and it was one of Sean's, you know, it's when it, towards the end of his career. It wasn't quite the second one was his last one, but sure. The, you know, it can, it also stacks up against the second one, but I'd say I like the first one better and it was just amazing. That's the one whenever he did that, man, I always remember watching it. And the, when he does that dive. Yes. And he, he, he was vertical and yes. he just like, I, I, it was, I was like, Oh my God. Cause he's a uh, big dude. Yeah. He <laughs> drops fast. Yes. <laughs> but no great match overall uh sean versus undertaker wrestlemania 25 that's my number one nice yeah man that was uh that was definitely one of the better ones i've seen too so uh for me uh number three no way out 2006 versus kurt angle uh uh second hell in a cell match versus sean uh kind of recreating and and then uh to kick it back um if you uh, heard me talk about Hell in a Cell matches, my number one is was the King of the Ring match with Mankind in 1998. One of my favorite matches of all time, period. You know, when I got downtime and I'm just chilling, wanting to watch a little crazy wrestling, I throw that match on or I watch it on YouTube, you know, and because, uh, you know, it was crazy. You know, with everything that went on, Undertaker went into this match with a broken foot. He mm-hmm. had a broke foot going into this match already. You know, and so it was crazy because he went off the, you know, he threw him off the top and then the choke slam, which ended up going through that wasn't planned. It wasn't supposed to, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Uh, and, also, Mankind started on top of the cell. Yes. He climbs right up there off the top. So, you know, said, and you the Undertaker happened. had to climb that cage with a broken foot. Yes, right off the bat. Yep. Yep. So it's crazy, man. You know, it was held in Pittsburgh. That is no doubt my favorite Undertaker matches. You know, I, I could watch them all on a reel because they're that good. But, you know, if you got to narrow it down to three, man, I'll take those top three. Yeah, I did my best to not put that on mine just because I knew it was going to be on somebody's list. I really wanted to be different. Yeah. Um, I love that match, too, though, for sure. It's, yeah. it's amazing, and it's it, it's one of the most memorable matches in wrestling history. It is. It is. It is, and, you know, it's it's and it's and always going to be right there with top uh, Undertaker matches of all time, too. So, all right, let's talk a little news and notes here, man. Uh, as, uh, we, you know, as we often talk about here, you know, NXT – you know, as Primo says, firing on all cylinders. You know, it's it's awesome. You know, each and every week. What what do you think, man? You think 
Triple H running the show there, kind of having free reign. Is that why it's so good, you think? I say that that is a only a part of why it's so good. I say it definitely has something to do with it, but it, I wouldn't say it's the majority of why it's so good. I think it's the, the, the scouting that they're doing, the talent, talent they're bringing in, and the sure. talent that's willing to, you know, a lot of the talent they have there, you know, back – when NXT was incepted, it wasn't, it was the development show. Sure. But now all you have all these guys there, they're not looking at it as a development show. They're looking at it as their show. It's a brand. So they are just kicking butt and making it the best show that WWE has right now. Now I will say triple H is responsible for probably almost all of that, but that once, once he recruits the talent, it's up to them to make it happen. So, you know, if he didn't have the, the proper people, you know, on the show right and not you know make it you know not very fun to watch yeah all right man let's talk about it uh let's talk about what happened with jimmy uso here man tough uh that's tough man he's in a huge main storyline here on smackdown he's uh got in trouble with the law again where do you uh first of all i mean you know we're not going to talk about what happened it's you know everybody's seen it on the news you know, we've been here before. Let's talk about what happens now because he's such a big part of the storyline, you know, with, uh, with Roman and Jay, you know, uh, I just, I hate to see this happen, but where do we go wrestling wise because of this? I think that Jay comes back sooner. Yeah. Uh, originally I figured Jay would come back at money in the bank, uh, to make a run in. And so that's, that was how Roman was going to keep the title. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, due to this, Jay may come back quicker. Uh, you know, it'd be silly of them to just ignore it and just to keep going like they are yeah. as far as the storyline. Um, yeah. And if the, for there not to be any kind of backlash on Jimmy, but you sure. don't know, it's not my company. Um, right. I mean, Primo, a, go ahead. As a fan, right. I like Jimmy Uso and, you know, Things happen, you know. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a lifelong Jeff Hardy fan. Okay, sure, sure, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, things happen. I get sure. it. So, uh, right. I mean, we've been here before with Jimmy. It just seems more significant this time because of where his spot is on. Right. So, so I did read online that obviously higher ups are very disappointed because of, of what happened and his current status with the show. So, um. Cause he's been in the spotlight every week. Obviously yeah. I, was just, I was just talking about him. He was in the main storyline. So, yeah. and then it happened during Monday night raw. So yeah, he wrestled he, edge. He was he so bored in Monday night raw. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but no, for real though, uh, you know, hope things start turning up for him. Sure. Uh, and that, you know, we'll see what happens. I guess the only time will tell. Well said, well said. Man, uh, I'm excited to see Andre wrestle or Andre, Andre, Andrade. Andrade. I'm ready for Andrade. Uh, El Idolo. El Idolo, as I've always been a big fan of his. Man, I'm excited to see him get going tonight versus Sidell. What about you? That's going to be a spot fest. Yeah, and I'm Give gonna it love it. Me. I'm gonna love every bit of it because it's Give gonna it be me. great. You know, Andrade is itching, chomping at the bit, as I, as we say to. To get in there and mix it up with some AEW talent, and what who better to do it with than the high flyer uh, Matt Seidel? 
That first match with the other company is uh, when you're leaving, uh, coming to another one is, is big time. So right, you're so they're going to be flying all over that ring. Yep, I thought about him yesterday, man. Where's Daniel Bryan? Well, he, know? he got fired from SmackDown. Sure, and uh, you know, kayfabe, but he, right. he, I'd say he's definitely not coming back at Money in the Bank. But SummerSlam, I'd say, would be a good time frame. That sounds that seems like a good enough vacation. Yep, fans are back. Pay per view, be a lot of yeses in the crowd. That's yes. right. Bring yes. it back just in time to get yes back. Yep. And one more thing, I want to say, I've re- everywhere that I've read, WWE is taking SummerSlam. This is going to be their WrestleMania this year because the fans. It's going to be big. They're talking about they're pulling out all stops. You know, don't be surprised if you know we see Rock or Stone Cold. Or, you know, some, you know. I mean, I mean? we but, have fans at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have fans, sure. but, and it was—I uh, can remember. I remember watching it, getting the chill bumps. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah, I think that was a little more. This one's going to be a little more comfortable, I think. Right. Because you know, a little more uh, like old school, like they used Just to do. like the like the old times, like the old times. Yeah, you know, like 2019 when we That's used to right. do regular stuff back in the day when we would shake hands with people. Yeah, High five. Right. Yeah, shake hands. Uh, real quick, last part, last big part of news. Um, I have it wrote down here. I don't know if you can see this. Can you read that? 100 downloads, three weeks in a row, baby. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Nice, man. We did it three weeks in a row. The streak stays alive. Speaking of Undertaker, we got something coming, baby. I know. Man, he kept that from me, folks. I didn't know it. So super excited, happy about that. Three weeks in a row, we've hit 100 downloads. Thank you, guys. We could not be more thankful. Let me take this time to thank everybody out there listening uh, or watching on Twitch, listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. If you're listening on Sportinarium Radio right now, thank you guys so much, man. We could not be more happy about the way the show is going. I'm excited. We got a bunch of interviews coming up. I'll tell you guys all about that later. But let's uh, keep the story going here. As uh, Man, I'm fired up. 100 downloads. That's so man. cool, man. Great, Three weeks man. in a row. Now we got to tell AJ when we when we get off here. That's right. That mark. All right. <laughs> Primo, quick discussion on the state of wrestling as we just talked about. We're heading back in the fans. What are the big storylines across any company? You know, you pick one, I'll pick one. And, you know, that's going to gonna put butts in seats. What are we, uh, you know, what are we, what are we buying the ticket to see here? Uh, right now, any fan is going to buy a ticket just to see Edge. Uh, I think, I think, hands down, they brought Edge back just in time to make sure they get some fans at Money in the Bank. You know, make sure they get them tickets sold. Yeah, yeah. You know, like legendary superstar. Everybody's an Edge head. Sure, sure. No matter how much you hated him in two thousand five, this yeah. day today, you're an Edge head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, that's, you know, big for SmackDown. AEW, you know, the Omega, you know, the New Japan feel, you know, they, they're creating the baby faces. I think they got a lot of different things going on there to get fans energized about, you know, Jericho's still there killing it. Pinnacle versus. Oh, yeah. uh, I think uh, everything on Purple. AEW is, is, is exciting for fans. Um, it, you got all of that. And especially, yeah. you know, even on Impact, you got, uh, you know, I think that's a perfect time for Sammy to get that title. 
Oh, man, I would love to see it, man. I'd love to see it come back on Sammy. Bring it back to Impact. We got a heel champ. Yeah. And they can start sure. pushing the baby face, you know? Yeah, and he'll he'll uh he the only person he'll be nice to is you for wearing his t shirt. <laughs> That's right. Callahan Death Machine. Right That's right. I'm, uh, from back in the day, man. I've been a fan of his for a long time. Um But no, I, I think that all those across the board and even in XT too, uh that's gonna be the perfect time for Cross to lose the belt. Mm-hmm. And uh, for him and Bronson Reed to move up to the next level, which I say next level, it's just not really, but you, that's what they, it's how they portray it. Yeah. And for them yeah. to go to the Raw or SmackDown, uh, if they're lucky, they'll go to SmackDown. Yep. 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 All right. Yeah. So all those definite storylines, I think we're are definitely going to work here. One more thing. Sure. Uh, I think that, they still haven't really done the superstar shakeup. I think it, uh, they, it's been mentioned. So after fans, it's after something, it's yeah. after something. I want to say it's after SummerSlam or it's after Money in the Bank. I want to say it probably after SummerSlam. Make more. So money. after they have solid fans, then yeah. they'll do the superstar shakeup. Yeah, you know, hit the road. Yep, yeah. start shows. building some real storylines again. Yeah. Hopefully. Yep. All right, well, that's a few uh, news and notes here. All right, let's move on to our next segment, man. We got this uh, new segment we're going to bring in here. It's called Promo School. So, Primo, what do you say, man? It's time to go to Promo School. This is when we're going to talk about legendary promos. We're going to play them for you here, and we're going to talk about them. But first of all, I'm going to set up today's today's, uh, uh, promo. I was trying to think how I was going to say it. Yeah, set up today's promo. We're going to highlight the Hard Times promo from Dusty Rhodes. All right, Primo. This was way before you were born. All right. Oh, well, it's not way before. It's four (laughs) years before I was born. (laughs) All right, so let's put this together here. Let me put this. October 29th, 1985, Dusty Rhodes comes back from being being hurt by the Four Horsemen. It was a big, bad uh, beatdown. And uh, he was coming back on TV for the first time. And, uh, uh, and you know, he comes back. Listen to this, you know, listen, first of all, how uh, Dusty says Flair. He says, Rick Flair! Rick Flair, listen, baby. Yeah, listen to the way he says Rick Flair. You know, he talks about, you know, coming back, you know, uh, being hard times. The reason why they call it hard times is because Dusty talks about, you know, him going through hard times because the horsemen have been beating him up and stuff. And he's like, nah, that ain't hard times. Hard times is when you put in 25 years with a company, you know, and then they give you a watch, you right, know, right. you know, so that's he, like, he, uh, you know, he's, he's going level with the blue collar workers. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. he is. And that's part of it. That's why he's like my hand touching your hand right now. You know what I'm saying? Like this is super baby face promo. I read up on this, you know, allegedly Dusty said he never wrote anything. This was pure, you know, off the cuff. You know, he was coming back from injury, so he wanted to come back and really make a, a, a big splash. So that was, uh, so like I said, he was turning from a beat down. He wanted to say, be like, look, I'm going through hard times, but hard times ain't nothing like this. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, so here we go. Uh, it's always funny in this one, too, when he talks about it. He goes, my belly's a little big. Well, you know, my butt's a little big. You know, I always yeah. love hearing that. So, all right, here we go. Hard times promo. 
taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. And we all had hard times together. I admit, I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My heart is just a little big. But brother, I am bad and they know I'm bad. And they <laughs> bad people. One was John Wayne and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. Nature Boy Ric Flair. <laughs> the world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world. Now, reach it out because the love that was given me in this time, I will repay you now because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion on this hard time blues. Dusty Rhodes Tour 85 and Ric Flair Nature Boy. Let me leave you with this. Oh, yeah. One way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world's heavyweight title. I'm going to take it. I've been there twice. This time when I take it, Daddy. I'm going to take it for you. Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now. Because I came back for you. For that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see a real wolf champion. I'm proud of you and thank God I have you. And I love you. I love you. Hmm. Wow. So good. Make you run, that make you run through a brick wall right there. Yeah, I'm telling you, I got goosebumps, man. He said, there's bad men. There's one, there's the, there's John Wayne and there's me. And John Wayne's dead. Yeah, the other one's standing right here. That's right. Man, oh God, I got goosebumps, man. Like, like, that was just so good because he recognized the love and support that he got while he was hurt, be it a work, angle, whatever. And he was coming back to saying, hey, 
You know, I'm coming back. I'm going to win this title for you, for us, for everybody. I need you to stay with me. You know, man, this is, uh, you know, this is, this is why Dusty taught promo class. I was going to say, that's exactly why he taught promo class. I mean, mean, there's a reason he was there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Unbelievable uh, promo there. So. All right, well, that's going to do it here today for uh, Promo School. We'll uh, bring that back here here shortly. Next up, man, I want to talk about somebody here real quick. We'll bring him up on the screen here so anybody watching can get a good look uh, um, at uh, my man here. So he just uh, he just passed away um, a while back. So, um, but uh, let me tell you something here about um, the Patriot. Um, his real name was Dale Wilkes, um, Primo. He was an All-American football player at the University of South Carolina. He uh, he was he mainly did talent enhancement work uh, for the NWA. Uh, he was well pushed though in the WWF, the AWA, All Japan. Um, but his biggest, uh, he headlined an in-your-house pay-per-view with Bret Hart um, back in, uh, I think I want to say, was it the late 80s when that whole United States versus Canada thing was going on? I believe that they were doing all these in-your-house as well. You know, the Patriot being a big, um, being a big, you know, American, you know, gimmick, you know, right. perfect guy for Bret Hart, you know. So anyway, Bret ended up um, 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 beating him. Uh, you know, in that pay-per-view. So, but he had small little flashes in the pan, but uh, of, uh, of, you know, stuff that he did. But, but let me tell you though, man, every time I went to see wrestling in the NWA in the South, this guy was always on the card. You know, he was always one of the first guys to come out American flag, you know, high-fiving the kids. You know, he was uh, like, uh, he was like, I just always remember him being on just about every card that I could remember going to. Um, he was in a tag team one time with Marcus Bagwell, AKA Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell. They were Buff called stuff. Buff and stuff. They were called stars and stripes. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, but anyway, just wanted to give a shout out to him, man. Uh, rest in peace. The Patriot Dell Wilkes, man. Um, you know, this guy is the epitome of wrestling. You know, he was, you know, he wrestled, you know, for a long time. You know, once he stopped wrestling, you know, I saw this guy at autograph sessions. You know, he would be at Walmart doing autographs on a Saturday afternoon, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, wrestling needs these guys like this for it to succeed. And he was one of those guys that I just want to make sure I brought attention to him, you know, and that he his passing didn't go without us uh, noticing it here. So rest in peace, the Patriot, Dale Wilkes, man. Uh, thanks to him for all his, that he is, uh, that he gave to the sport of wrestling, you know, for all those, you know, times he was on the card, you know, to, you know, the first match coming out, you know, on the house shows and that kind of stuff. Just, uh, you know, just a real big part of my fanhood, man. The Patriot was always on, uh, NWA and AWA and stuff. So always seen him somewhere. So, but that's my wrestler spotlight today, man. Uh, the Dell Wilkes, uh, the Patriot. All right, uh, next up, man, let's toast to Rowdy. I'm drinking that orange citrus today. Thanks for sponsoring the show as well. Also, 1310 Apparel. That's 13, the word, the number 10.bigcartel.com. Use promo code SPORT30 for 30% off. All right, Primo, let's do a little sidestep here, man. Let's talk UFC real quick. Who you got, Connor or Poirier here uh, this weekend? So... Oh, 
Man, I'm a Conor McGregor fan. Uh, I won't lie. Um, Poirier looked too good last time they fought. It but it, Conor does his homework. So, Conor I needs think this one. in this third matchup, mm-hmm. we have the Irish coming back. Conor McGregor will take it. Yeah, I like it, man. Connor has to have this one, I think, to kind of keep his lure, you know, that he's uh, kind of the man in the division. What else is on that card? We got uh, we got Wonder Boy, Stephen Thompson. Okay. We got Greg Hardy. He's uh, on there. Yeah. We also right. have uh, the opening match of the main card, Sugar Sean O'Malley. That's right. Yeah, nice. This will be a second fight back after, after injury. Right. And yep. then uh, on the... Uh, prelim card we have one big one on the pre- prelim we have carlos condit oh, which nice. is a, a name i hadn't heard in a while actually. yeah 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 he's been gone here for a little while or you know kind of fading mm-hmm. off the scene here a little interesting okay nice decent so, card so, there yeah decent card for sure uh but yeah i would like to see connor take it and i hope he does too hey, it's always good for ufc i think or in mma when connor wins it's just it just it's, makes it more interesting it, it definitely yeah. elevates yeah. the sport i always want to see the walk too man the vinnie yeah. mac walk man 100 percent. gotta see that all right aj i mean aj aj is not here Primo, we usually start with AJ on this uh, segment. That's why I said that. Uh, I did a, I did a Jim Ross there, didn't I? Whoops. Yeah, he sure did. Oh, anyway, uh, let's see. It's that muscle memory, I'm telling you. I know it is, man. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's normally AJ first. Primo has your favorite champ changed? I believe you're uh, always Roman. Been Roman. Yeah. So uh, he, I, I do let Roman wear my shirt. Um, what a guy. What however, guy. this week. I don't feel like I can say Roman this particular week because he wasn't okay. even there. <laughs> True. So, in lieu of that, I'm going to have to pull an AJ and say Miro. Miro beating up my boy, Hillman. <laughs> he sure was. He was beating up uh, uh, Brian Hillman Jr. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sticking with Omega, man. You know, uh, I, I was trying to think who's going to get me excited enough to win the title to leave Omega. I, you know, I'm, you know, to reiterate, Omega's been my champion because of the whole Impact New Japan relationship where they're all kind of lifting each other up. I love to see that stuff, and uh, you know, I like to see. You know, with Omega bringing in different Just people, cross promotional stuff. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. does he face we, Andrade for the AAA? Uh I want to f- see. Feel like it's coming up. I feel like it was on a Sunday or something, maybe, or something coming up. I'm not sure, but yeah, they got to get that one done for sure. Uh, get that belt on Andrade. It's going to be August fourteenth at Triple Mania, 19, uh, Triple Mania twenty nine for the AAA Mega Championship. Sweet. All right. Yep. So I'm going to stick with the old Omega. Thumbs up, thumbs down, Primo. Thumbs up for me. Uh, this week will have to be. Uh, I like the AEW is back on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. That uh, I do like that. I also like that they are moving to. Um, they're now going to be moving to other venues, live venues, yes. uh, start traveling again. Uh, we're one week closer to fans on all promotions. 
And uh, yeah, and also Money in the Bank is coming up next week. Not this weekend, but next weekend. So it's closer to that as well. Yep. Yep. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Thumbs up for me. You know, I like where we're trending. It seems like the wrestlers are getting excited about going back on the road. They're starting to talk about it a little more. They're advertising, you know, where can you can get your tickets and, you know, WWE is going on this 10 city tour and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So thumbs up to, you know, everything ramping back up, starting to feel like everything's going to somewhat get back to normal. Uh, you know, thumbs down. I'm going to say the, uh, the hit row, the hit row, uh, segment of NXT. Yeah. The only thing I can really fuss about really in the last couple of weeks, but you know, if we're, if I'm having to, to, to pick something, so, but, uh, uh how long until I, I'm going to say at least 2022 until maybe even like spring or fall of 2022, Excuse me. Whenever WWE does their first European tour, all right, yeah, yeah, they're gonna kick back up the India shows and uh, if they'll do that, you know, India or Australia and all Saudi. that stuff. Australia just went back on a three day lockdown like two days ago. I so feel it's like somebody still, else did too. Still going pretty. Japan, good I thought was good. did something. Yeah, having some resurgence in some places. So, hmm. well, hope that doesn't mess anything up. All right, let's uh, let me show you guys here, man. Brand new PWI magazine just came out here, and guess who's on the front? Primo, tell them. DMD, Doctor Britt Baker herself. Looks like she's looks, doing like a, a curb stomp that's kind of exactly there on the what front. Looks like, yeah, yeah. Um, she's on the front. Roman Reigns is on the front. Uh, Paul Heyman uh, talking about meet the real Roman Reigns. Ricochet versus Ali, uh, the greatest feud you've never seen. Also, uh, SummerSlam. And uh, talking about this here, man, they got a good article in here about Indy and a wrestler, deathmatch wrestler, Allie Cat, but she is now Allie Catch. Allie Catch. As, uh, she is uh, changing her gimmick up a little bit. And also one of the other quick articles that I looked here, haven't got to read it because I just got this thing. So um, uh, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander, which probably my favorite um entrance music right now i love josh i don't know why it's just it was the same music he had with ethan page when they were the north so you know i've always been a, a mark for uh good uh entrance music and uh jake something of course but uh, but, uh, but yeah uh dr Britt baker big article in here also a big article in here about jay cargill they are comparing her to china as the 10th wonder of the world See if I can find that here real fast and show you. But yeah, uh, be interesting to see what they do with her. There it is, uh, the tenth wonder of the world, Jade Cargill. There's uh, really uh, got her with China there. Sorry, it's a little sideways, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Uh, always love mm -hmm. when I get that PWI in uh, in the mailbox, man. Always cool to. Uh, and look, there's uh, there's Daniel Bryan. Right there. That's what he's doing. There he's he is. Yeah. We were looking for him. He was in the yeah. PWI. There you go. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. All right, Primo. Uh, that's about going to do it for the show here today, man. What's going on next week uh, on the pod? Next week uh, on our episode 18, July 14th edition of Sit Down Marks, we will have for you 
our part two of Big Beef's interview coming to you, as well as our top five favorite wrestling ring announcers and commentators. Uh, this show is also the pre-Money in the Bank slash pre-Slammiversary edition. Uh, we will also, since AJ will be back next week, we'll also have the return of our squared circle questions. We all know if AJ was here this week, the champion would have taken it and, <laughs> and rolled right through all those questions this week. I was ready. He's dodging you. That's He's right. He you. is dodging me. <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show today. I want to thank everybody. Once again, our sponsors, Rowdy Energy, keeping us fueled up throughout the show and also... 1310 apparel what's that uh promo code primo to get your 30 percent off of 1310 apparel you'll use the code sport 30 that's s-p-o-r-t three zero all right you heard it right there i want to thank everybody listening right now we really do appreciate everybody watching us on twitch listening to us and subscribing on spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher and tune in now on sportinarium radio online great excuse me sportinariumradio.com online radio we are live every friday at 7 15 eastern time right after the thomas price show come for the pod stay for the 80s mega mix that's right, right. go that's right. right we'll leave we'll leave you we'll leave you laughing and feeling good and guess what that 80s mix will make you want to dance so never gonna give you up that's right never gonna let you down we'll roll you right into getting rick rolled so that's right We'll Rick roll you at the end of the pod every week. Yeah. AJ is going to send you home with him cakes and then you'll get Rick rolled. Absolutely. And then uh, Steve Winwood too. I'm big. I like the Steve Winwood. Uh, Wood song comes on. But anyway, enough about that, man. All right. Well, uh, our boy uh, AJ is not here to usually close the show. So Primo looks like it's your job, man. Take us home. Oh, man. AJ, I can't do this as good as you do, buddy, but I'm going to try. Everybody, grab them cakes.